Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. And in this podcast, I chat with Graham McLaughlin. Graham is a managing director at the advisory board company and is the head of corporate social responsibility. Graham talks about his experience and entry into faith back in the day and how he's transformed his mission and now looks to serve in obedience for the Lord, talking about his role and responsibility at the advisory board company and what else he's been involved in, um, especially with changing perceptions. Thank you and tune in for this awesome episode. and I'm here this morning with Graham uh, McLaughlin. Um, Graham oversees the Corporate Social Responsibility Division at the Advisory Board Company, um, a publicly traded best practice research, consulting, and technology firm. Um, has been here for several years now, and I just want to welcome to, uh, him to the show. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Ty. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how I, I normally kick off is by um, opening up in prayer. Um, so if you don't mind, I can open us up in prayer. Sounds good. Dear Lord, thank you so much for bringing us together this morning and having the opportunity to dive into Graham's experiences, his journey, um, and a bit more about his life um, in faith and in Christ. We thank you and we look forward to having a fruitful and engaging conversation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Um, so. Uh, to get started, can you just tell me a bit more kind of about your background and your journey to faith and kind of when that started? Yeah, so grew up uh, with with my parents and and my mom believes in God, but uh, has, has not traditionally experienced it through the church. And then my dad was Catholic, so I'd go to mass with him, okay. and didn't necessarily connect with the Lord throughout my childhood or teen years. Didn't go in college, etc. And so in my 20s was feeling a sense of emptiness even though things were going well I was working in a consulting firm making good money had a nice community etc and just started to kind of inch toward and then just the snowball effect that occurred in my late 20s early 30s to bring me where I am in my faith today awesome really cool um, so you've been at so you know as you mentioned you graduated college where did you go to school Chapel Hill Chapel Hill in North Carolina Excellent. Um, and then you came into Washington, D.C. immediately and, and started working for a consulting firm. Um, have you been kind of, what was that, you know, that, that pivotal moment for you that that really, drew, you know, started to draw, you, you, you mentioned this, you know, this emptiness and this feeling of kind of earning and wanting more. Um, did, it, did it come at once or was it kind of this, you know, this ongoing process and then eventually you're like, well, dang, I should definitely, you know, start getting into church or I should, you know, seek out, you know, seek out some friends or some mentors. Yeah, there was no epiphany. There was uh, yeah. occasional going to church, thinking about those types of things. If my fantasy football game was close, I usually wouldn't make it. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a guy who I went to this church retreat just to check it out, gave me a ride home, started giving me rides to the community group, and really was kind of a mentor to me at a time when I was exploring my faith and growing in my faith. And so I think that combination of his investment in me combined with my desire to seek the Lord and 
as I read the Bible, as I heard messages, etc., feeling like there is truth in this, mm-hmm. all contributed to a slow walk towards the faith that I have today, but no no one moment on the mountaintop that I can think of. Yeah, we're all keen. Okay. Good, Good to hear. Yeah, I, I like to ask that question. I feel like, you know, everyone has a different a different story and a different um, way that they that they find faith and develop their faith in particular. Um, I guess kind of, you know, transitioning. I know um, that impact, you know, it, um, it has been super important in your life. Um, can you kind of explain, you know, working at the advisory board, what does impact mean to you um, in general? Yeah. So as, as I grew in my faith, I guess it, it aligned also with me taking over the corporate responsibility program at the advisory board. And so I was really able to think about how do you leverage the power of a corporation? How do you leverage the power of the economic impact, the innovative impact, the desire of 4,000 people to make a difference? And so invested a lot into my job as we were developing that program and thinking about how we made the biggest difference. I continue to think that we are doing great work there. I've also, as part of really working at, at this job, have gotten a lot deeper into the community and then have started to veer off into my own personal work. And so I uh, live with guys coming out of prison and helped with a friend of mine uh, start a business uh, owned by folks coming out of prison and then a nonprofit helping others own. And I'm on the board of a couple of organizations and things like that. But really thinking about how am I personally focusing and sacrificing in order to make the biggest impact with the blessings that I have. And then also thinking about how I use my job, both the money that I earn from it, as well as the power I have behind it to make a difference as well. Awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's why I, I kind of think about putting your, your life on the cross kind of for others and kind of, you know, as you mentioned, knowing that you're just kind of a vehicle of God's love, God's love and just you, there's so many different ways for you to work and ultimately your, your purpose here on earth. Um, you know, our time is short and, you know, I, I fully believe it's we have to leverage those around us and, and really work with the community to to develop and foster these relationships that are going to be to be long-standing and long-lasting yeah and to your point about long-standing relationships I think when when one thinks about impact remembering that you mean Jesus who we are certainly nowhere near uh, had yeah. 12 friends that he hung out with and mm-hmm. made an impact in a small area of the world that has reverberated for centuries past. We are not Jesus, obviously, yeah. and we will not change the world. But how do we say with humility, but also with obligation, that we are going to live out Christ's purpose for us? And kind of the Mother Teresa quote of, we are called to be obedient, not to be successful. And there's a uh, poem by Oscar Romero who it's a prayer for, or I guess it's a prayer, prayer for departed priests, and it talks about, I forget the entire thing, but yeah. it talks about no pastoral visit will bring wholeness, no intervention will bring total relief, and at the end it talks about how we are not the master builder, we are workers. And so having the humility to know sometimes we're going to plant seeds, sometimes we're going to be part of those seeds growing, sometimes we're going to throw seeds on what seems like infertile soil, but maybe it helps to to till it a little bit. And so I do think we're called to make an impact and do our best, but also to know that ultimately it's not in our hands. And so how do we live out what we're called to do, knowing that we are just the carpenter, not the master builder? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So yeah, yeah. So as you speak, you know, on impact, and I think you know, in general, for people who are looking to really kind of make an impact in their lives and make an impact to those around them, um, I, you know, I do think you know, God has called us to to deliver His work and exactly kind of be His work worker bees, right? Um, what would your advice be for for someone who is looking to to make an impact in someone else's life or to or you know even in their own life um would you say you know that that obedience and that kind of worker mentality and just knowing that we're you know all all desiring his kingdom is kind of the ultimate way to to think about it yeah i would take one of the iconic brands of america and steal their slogan and say just do it yeah one of the challenges i think many of us have me included as people of faith is wanting to God to show us so clearly of what we're going of what we should be doing mm-hmm. and so sometimes we're paralyzed by indecision because we are waiting for this miraculous sign when in fact we may just want to trust and we may just want to kind of step out there and so I think sometimes we feel like we have to make this world-changing impact when going back to your point mm-hmm. on obedience not success or not changing the world but just stepping into something we just say, how do we form relationships, and how do we say, where can I be useful, and mm-hmm. and preach the gospel only using words if necessary. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think that kind of that, that goes back on us then, and just being kind of open and being vulnerable as as humans, and and just opening up to kind of let God work in us. I I, I think sometimes we. You know, I think there's this fine balance of, you know, you taking the initiative and going out there and, you know, doing, doing great work that is ultimately for his kingdom. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you're right. A lot of times people want to be perfect and want, you know, want this service to be, you know, always feel really good. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's always like that. And I don't think, you know, I don't think every single encounter you're going to have with whether it's you know mentoring someone um, at a local at a local school, serving as a board member on you know for a nonprofit, I don't think every single co- conversation might feel like you're making this incredible impact. So kind of how do you how do you kind of internalize and and think about kind of your your purpose here um, and knowing that you know what I might not it might not feel like it's going to be something every single moment, but I know that I'm kind of I'm I'm, I'm here for a greater purpose. It's really hard to balance wanting to be smart and effective. Kind of that joke where somebody goes up to heaven and they're like, God, why didn't you save me from the flood? And uh, he's like, well, I sent the helicopter and I sent the boat and I sent whatever else. And kind of the idea of use what you have here on earth, use your personal gifts, leverage others, etc. And also knowing only through you, Lord, only through prayer and maybe not even in my lifetime. I mean, the people are in the wilderness for 300 years and sometimes we expect in three hours to change a kid's life who has seen significant trauma and so all of that to say I try to be really smart with my gifts but I also try to remember that this work is important because it's hard and this life is not the end and so if you don't get every single person to whatever the impact is if I don't get to the impact or the person I want to be, you know, that's okay, but we are striving for and must remember that we are subjects under the Lord and so do what we can and it's not always right and it's not always effective and it's not always impactful, but 
hopefully the trend line is, and more importantly, hopefully we are showing the that person is different because they are imprinted by the Lord. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, so, so I guess as your role, you know, at the advisory board, and then I, I know you also serve as, you know, board members on a nonprofit, nonprofits. Um, and so kind of as you look at these as yourself in playing different roles in different, in different parts of your life, um, I'm sure a lot of different people have come, you know, come, come in, come out, um, and you've been able to have these relationships and, and bonds with people, um, you know, over time for you know since you uh, with your tenure here um, kind of what what kind of what kind of things or what kind of you know nuggets of wisdom do you hope to instill um, on the, on these people that you, that you're either you know you know clients that you're working with or people that you're that you're mentoring or serving kind of as an advisory person all of us are are not full mm-hmm. and none of us realize how loved we are and so it seems weird to say and it seems weird to focus on and I think many times it's easier when you are quote unquote serving or when someone is not of the same economic status or has gone through trauma or whatever to be like you are loved and you are valued but I think every person to know how they fit into the tapestry of humanity and kind of to feel loved and that's really hard when you're working on a difficult project or that's really hard when you disagree. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about right now something where uh, a team of us are working on something and we've gone back and forth and there's been like brokenness in that relationship and everything else. But my hope is that even in that, we all know that you know, we're working towards something similar. We care about each other, etc. And so I think just that idea of we are together and we are trying to leverage everything we can and that we have to have the humility of knowing that we're not going to solve everything and an understanding of like what is the ultimate best outcome versus like let's let's win this battle or whatever it would be so I, you know i don't know if that's a nugget of wisdom versus sort of a general philosophy uh, but it's distilled down this is not the end and so we are called again going back to to be obedient to try to be useful to walk in humility knowing that we are not the master builders but we should still work on putting a few bricks on the cathedral awesome awesome um yeah i guess um moving forward what are you know? I've, I like to ask this question because um, I'm you know I, I think a lot. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will, will value this conversation and, and just just learn from you. But I it's, I think it's also great to hear the different questions that you know folks folks like you have on Christianity um, and kind of what some things that you that you struggle with day to day. Is there anything you know, maybe currently or maybe in the past you know three to six months that has been a challenge with you to understand or to correct to grasp with in your walk with Christ my immaturity of faith causes me to question less than I think someone who is truly mature in their faith does so I believe in this concept of Christ I believe in God I unfortunately 
don't have the nuanced understanding that I think many do. And so I think sometimes I, I'm, I'm not far enough along to have many of those questions. And so I think not necessarily the question, but the struggle is just the trust that I have in the Lord, the knowledge that, you know, when I sat down in this chair, I, I just knew it wouldn't break. Mm-hmm. But I don't always know that God's plan for me will work out. And it may be pain, it may be sacrifice, whatever it would be. And so I think my struggle is just not not thinking first of God, not being in the Word every day, not thinking about how am I living out God's will in this action, etc. So it is not a questioning of faith. It is not a struggle with that. But it is even worse, simply a lack of relationship sometimes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I, I think I, you know, I, I struggle with the same thing. And after, you know, I had a conversation yesterday with, with a buddy of mine. And on this note, you know, we, we don't always feel like we're, you know, in the presence of God. And we don't always feel, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm sitting down today and I'm, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, this chair I have. Or, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, this meal, this meal I have in front of me. Um, but yeah, and I, I think that's I think I think that's a challenge for a lot of people too. Is that you know you you don't all you're not you're not always kind of in you don't always feel like you're in his presence 365 days you know or you know in every single second. Um, but I think that's okay. Um, talking with my buddy yesterday, we, we thought you know, I think just having that assurance and understanding, knowing that you know that he is there, but not necessarily you don't have to always always feel that. I think is something that's that's so important. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree. And and we we as humans never understand the full love, the full weight. And it's like both of you and I should be just sitting here cheering that we are loved more as much as anyone in the history of the universe, and that we're forgiven and everything like that. But to your point, yeah. it's hard to sustain that. Awesome, um, you know. I guess that you know, as we look at your time here at the advisory board, um, what you know, I, I think what's next, kind of in your, you know, uh, for in in your life, work related or maybe outside of work, you know, looking, kind of to see what has, what God has in store for you in the next next few months, next few years, yeah, whatever you think. Well, hopefully keeping an open hand, but uh, yeah. I I'm feeling more and more called to think about. How I, I don't know actually. I was about to say something, and I don't know if it's it's true. I I don't know what the next few months yeah. hold for me. This is a more transitory period than I've been in my life for a while, and I think thinking about how I use my time, how I serve the Lord, where I'm positioned based on relationships I have, and things like that, and it really goes back to two of the ideas I talked about previously, which is how do you trust even if it means an impact on finances, even if it means an impact on security, even if it you know, means that you are in a more tenuous position than you have to be, but also thinking about how you're smart and wise and leverage the gifts and blessings that you have, not just kind of jumping into something willy-nilly. And so thinking about how I do that, all of that effectively and in a trusting way is, is really what I'm, I'm kind of struggling with now, but also not doing the thing I talked about where you 
wait for this miraculous sign, but you say, hey, I'm going to dive in because mm-hmm. I do feel like this is where I'm going, but being prayerful about it. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I mean, I, I'm only, I guess, 24 right now, and I feel like, yeah, you know, I think in your, you know, in your teens, in your 20s, you, you feel like there's this, you know, there's this timeline kind of over your head, especially working in Washington, D.C., and you're, there's this urgency to kind of always move on to the next thing, you know, accomplish X, X, and X here, um, and then you're just kind of supposed to be pushed on. Um, and I think this kind of timeline that you always set for yourself isn't always his timeline. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a challenge um, a lot of us have, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you, you kind of your, your prayer and mindfulness um, but then also knowing, you know, if there's if there's an opportunity that you're gonna kind of take that take that step and move move forward with it, I think that's a that's a fine balance. Um, and I think it just I think it comes over time. And like we're not gonna we're not gonna have the answer now, and I don't think we you know we will for a lot a long time. Yeah, um, probably ever. Probably ever. I know I hate saying that, yeah. but yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, cool. Awesome. Um, and then I guess. What, what advice do you have for people who are looking to get involved, um, I, um, either into faith in general and, and into their walk with Christ, um, or, or who are looking to further their uh, uh, relationship with, with God and with Christ? I pause because I don't know if I can provide a sufficient answer. I mean, there are the obvious ones of prayer of uh, talking with people etc I know for me it was someone really kind of plucked me out and was a real spiritual mentor to me but I I think that's such an individualized thing that I don't know if I have the ability or audacity to Mm -hmm. be able to give any advice okay interesting yeah no I I appreciate that that candor Um, you know I, I think as as, as at least I, you know, I develop and I, I think, you know, I started uh, the guys like us, uh, just, I guess over a year now, um, kind of as a virtual Bible study and just as a way for, for, you know, a close, a close knit group of guys to connect and to, to, just to share, um, different Bible passages and, and, and to really dig into the, into scripture. Um, and I think now I think using, you know, leveraging those people around you and the power of different platforms, right? So I think corporation is a, you know, the advisor board is a platform mm-hmm. for for working with, you know, 4,000 people to, to serve good. Just like, you know, I think a, I, th- I think a podcast or using social media or using, you know, whatever else to, to further, to, to, to further spread and then also kind of enhance what, you know, what you're talking about, I think will ultimately kind of draw people in toward in toward Christ yeah. just that you know I think especially now for people in their you know in their 20s and 30s who, who candidly are spending a fair amount of time on social media I'd say in general um, I think there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there that is kind of shifting people away um, from this kind of mission centered and you know really this kind of like just how God wants us to live um, so do you feel the same way kind of about you know about technology and about how how you know I, I guess the current kind of state of affairs in, in social media is looking there now more than ever there's the ability to scale a message 
without being hyperbolic, I think now more than ever, there is also the ability to and need to have individual and personal relationships to drive a message home. And so I alluded to this quote earlier, which is attributed typically to St. Francis, but the idea of how do you preach the gospel always, but use words if necessary. And I also think it's something where those who are called by the Lord or who, who have faith acting in a way that is different to show that one is different when they are transformed from, from the love of the Lord. And I think you do that individually, but when you can create a message and you can create a set of impacts and you can say, hey, I am doing this impactful thing, this positive thing because of, you know, I'm living out the love that I feel inside, I think it makes a difference. And so whether it's at scale or whether an individual, keeping that same focus in mind is is how you live out your faith. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I, I I completely agree. I, I think there there definitely is a need for that for that personalized and that one on one support. Um, especially you know as people are in a, a very volatile stage and you know they can they can you know go go here or they can you know go a completely different direction. Um, having someone that they can look up to um, or even as a peer um, and just talk with, uh, I think is is ever ever more powerful, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, but then also, yeah, I, I think there's a there's a balance too there of being able to to create to create a platform and a space to, to you know to do it at scale um, and and just kind of maybe highlight kind of what you, what you've been talking about and what and what people are feeling. Um, but then also, yeah, kind of diving in and, and being able to have that that real life actual conversation. Yep. Awesome. Um, any, anything else kind of before we leave and close in prayer that you want to mention to the, to the audience where they can find you and so on? Um, well, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity and I'm grateful that you create conversations where one can talk about faith. Uh, certainly as people would want to look me up from the corporate responsibility side or on the changing perceptions, the group I talked about coming out of incarceration, more than happy to talk with anybody. Uh, Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Graham. Um, as we conclude, would you mind closing us out in prayer? Sure. All right. Thank you. Lord, we talked today about how we use our gifts, how we are humble and obedient to you. And I give gratitude both for Ty for saying, you know, I'm going to step out on faith and I'm going to create guys like us. I'm going to create this podcast. And I also pray in gratitude for those listening and thinking about how they use the spark of these conversations, they use the spark of your love to think about how they spark things in their own lives and the lives of others that ultimately bring glory to you. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Graham. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I enjoyed it. Thank you for joining Graham and I this morning. Um, I had a really awesome conversation with Graham. We talked about his experience starting all the way back from his journey into faith and especially the the past few years coming into the advisory board company from a consulting firm and how community has taken over his life and he strives to be obedient and, and ask a lot of questions. 
So if you have any further questions about Graham or, um, or about this podcast, please reach out to me and I can put you in contact with Graham. Thanks so much.